Hey everyone, thanks for checking out Campfire Stories, but did you know that you can actually join us live on Spotify's new live audio app, Spotify Greenroom? Nothing to be scared about. Every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, join us for an interactive discussion about everything ghoulish and ghostly. All you have to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app and sign up for free or use your Spotify login to join. You can also click on the link in our series or episode descriptions. Then follow Campfire Stories to get notified when our room is going live every Tuesday, and we'll save you a spot by the fire. So remember, download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Hello, everybody. It's Corinne. I'm waiting for Sabrina for the first time ever. She's not the first one on stage. Do, 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 do. I'm videoing her and I can see the frustration on her face as she tries to get in here. This is Campfire Stories. And I don't know what happened when I first opened it. Apologies. I clicked go live and then it uh, shut down. So here we are again. We're trying part two. Part of me is feeling like there's something spooky in the air because it's 2-22-22. Sabrina's waving at me through the video and I can't tell if she can see me. Okay. Oh. She's instructing. Okay, I got it. See, this oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry. That was scary. I mean, not like, <laughs> not scary, scary, but scary in the sense that like, it just shut down. It shut down. And then I'm the worst person to be alone on here because I don't know how to like bring people <laughs> up on stage. So I d- it took a while for me to notice you were flagging me down to like, show me on our video where the button is. I was just like, da-da. me alone i thought it was like trying to block me out that's what i thought too i was like oh my god what's happening yeah i don't know i clicked go live i'm still in florida with my family at working remotely so i'm on the campfire stories profile but this is corinne speaking um i clicked go live and then it shut down (laughs) i didn't even click anything i swear it's it's the power of the universe today. It is a powerful day. Did you already talk about that? I missed like what it feels like an hour of this, even though it was like two minutes. I didn't talk about it, but I'll talk about it now. And I, I do okay. have to admit that it took me pretty much the full day to realize what day it was and what this day meant. And I was on the balcony overlooking the beach, so majestic. And there was like a half circle of people grouping up with <laughs> these candles and they had uh, drums and all of these musical instruments. Someone had a, a rain stick. Remember those from like elementary school music class? Yeah, it was. Yes, cool. and then there was this woman walking around, and she was uh, she had a, like a sage bundle, and she was cleansing everyone. And there was just a lot going on, and I was like, oh my gosh, what's happening? And then I realized it's the twos Tuesday, and it has two 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 two. Yes, it has crazy uh, meaning. So it's a very important day for all of us. And I looked it up so that I could speak more eloquently about it. But two is an angel number, and it's all about harmony and equilibrium. And then when there is a row of twos, when there's a sequence of twos, um, it basically is supercharged. The energy is supercharged. So when it's a day like today and through the rest of this month, actually, you are really supposed to be like, I'm freaking into it. This is the time to manifest. (laughs) She feels it. So... (laughs) What is she manifesting? Food? She's manifesting wet food, treats, something. Everyone listen to her. Leia, <laughs> lead us in a manifestation. <laughs> oh so, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, it's it's super, it's a super powerful day. And then I was reading also that 
a couple days ago, it was in the United States. It was the first time that Pluto had like returned uh, in the certain alignment since America was was basically our current democracy was in place. And it's supposed to be a time of, of big shifts and an opportunity to let go of like archaic systems and structures that no longer benefit the masses. So it'll be interesting to oh. see, you know, it, under the themes of compromise and acceptance and compassion and harmony and all that, what, what will come for all of us. We need these good vibes, this good energy. We do. I was looking up ways to manifest earlier too, because I was like, <laughs> I was out on the balcony and all my family's like, they're making little like funny comments. And they're like, no, we got to manifest. We got to do this and that. But I was quiet and I was like truly saying like, thank you universe for it. I was like trying trying to actually manifest despite oh all the noise around me. What do you manifest? Well, maybe it, is it like blowing out a birthday cake candles that you're not supposed to tell people what you manifested? I don't know. I was basically just saying... Thank you. I was, I don't know if I'm doing it right, but I was saying like, thank you universe for, and I was saying a mix of things that I already have that I'm thankful for and things that I would like, but like phrasing Mm. them as, as things that I have. So it's like mixing the two together. Oh, I have no clue. That's nice. That's right at all. But I felt like the intention behind it was right. So, yeah, I love that. It's so funny. We, you know, you and I were just FaceTiming a little bit and talking business and Leia's knocking things off my desk. Excuse me. She's a menace. Le- Leia's manifesting freedom. <laughs> <laughs> chaos. She's like, this is not a day of harmony. It's chaos. And I will instill it in the world. Anyway, I was saying before Leia so rudely interrupted me. Um, you and I were talking before this. And I realized I don't keep track of days anymore. Like I don't. Does anyone else just like forget what day it is and just like live life and it's just happening and then someone's like, oh, it's Saturday and you're like, oh my gosh. I will say, I feel like that happens to me a lot because I, I feel like every Sunday when that when I'm supposed to be posting our Two Girls, One Ghost episodes, I panic and I'm like, it's Sunday? Yes. The only reason I remember is I've started setting calendar reminders. So I'm like, oh, okay, I need to do this. Yeah. Work days and the weekends, it all just blends together now. It all just blends together. Um, but I always remember Tuesday. Oh. You remember Tuesday, Taco Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, congratulations. Well, green Room Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> I forgot. I keep, wait, what are you saying? Who are we congratulating? Monica. Monica got engaged yesterday. <gasps> oh my gosh. Congrats, Monica. She said, my fiance proposed yesterday and all I could think of was one more day and we could have had a synchronous marriage date. So close. So close. so close. So close. But still so exciting great. and awesome. Yeah. Wow. Uh, this is Campfire story. Oh my gosh, we forgot to say hi and who we are because the Hello. chaos of the beginning. Sorry. Uh, it's all Leia. I think it's Leia's fault. She has... I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. The fact that we open this and it immediately shut down makes me think the universe is manifesting for us to not have the show. <laughs> or all the spirits. There's so much spiritual activity in this show, this live room right now that it overwhelmed the system and kicked us all out for a hot second. What if we're going to discover something tonight that the universe doesn't, that some spirits don't want us to know? (gasps) Come to us. Well, anyway, this is Campfire Stories. I am Corinne, that is Sabrina. Normally I am on my, my own phone, but tonight I am under the Campfire Stories profile. So we have a podcast, Two Girls, One Ghost, which is where we met and which is where I think a lot of you guys... That's not how we met. Oh, 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 like we met our... 
people. We met you all. We met you all. I was like, you and I met yeah. years before that. <laughs> and what led us to having this on the Green Room app, Campfire Stories. So we come together every Tuesday yes. at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. And you guys can chat in the chat if you want. You can just listen if you want. And you can also uh, ask to speak. You can raise your hand and we will potentially bring you on stage for you to share your paranormal encounters. Um, so this time we were going to yes. do a Campfire Stories Power Hour. So Power, power hour. hour. What that it's means, not a drinking game, no. but it can be if you want it to be. It can, you, what you do in the private of your own home while on this app is your own business. Uh, but what that means to us is that we're going to ask that people who have five-minute ghost stories come up so we can just do bang, bang, bang. Story, ghost story, ghost story. Short, sweet, scary, spooky, anything at all. We're just going to spitfire ghost stories. I actually have a short story to start us with. And then we have okay, a special great. guest to bring on for one story before we bring all of you up. Um, okay. So yes. Nick and I were out of town this past weekend. We were in Minnesota, which, oh, by the way, remember how last week I freaked out because I thought I like, I said something about Minnesota. I almost ruined a surprise for Nick's dad. But luckily, Wendy and Fran were not on here. So it, it went off well. Anyway, um, oh, to answer your question, yes, it can be five minutes or less to uh, for stories up here. Um, okay, so we're out of town. So whenever I'm out of town, I set up a cat cam just to watch Leia, just in case if anything happens, just so I know if she's freaking out, I can ask someone to go check on her. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got back late Sunday night, so I forgot to take the camera down. And then yesterday I went and I was writing with a friend And my camera alerts me when there's movement and I get an alert of movement. It's about like noon yesterday. And I open my app and I see this black thing move in the screen really quickly. And I was like, what is that? So I, of course, immediately screen record it and send it to Corinne. And I'm like, spider or ghost? (laughs) And she goes, oh my God, is Leia freaking out? I wasn't home, so I don't know. So I... In my head, my rational mind, I'm like, oh my gosh, a spider. I'm scared. Then I get another alert and it's like the same thing. A black thing really quickly moving through the camera lens. And I'm a little like, you know, I'm hoping it's a spider, but I'm also like deathly afraid of spiders. So like, I don't know what's worse. I think I'd rather a ghost at this point because spiders are so scary. So I finally get home from writing and I go towards the camera. I'm like very cautiously approaching it. And it's not a ghost. It is not a spider. It is a trail of ants that apparently decided to make a nest in the camera. Like it it truly, I picked the camera up and the bottom of it was black with ants. Ew, ew. Sabrina, you've had really bad luck with insects recently. Yeah, what is happening? And now you have a trail of ants living in your camera. You guys, I... I don't want to say this because I don't want to jinx myself, but I much I much prefer a ghost. I would like any day I would take a ghost over any horde of insects. Yeah, and ants are difficult to get rid of. Ew, and you touched it. Ah! Yeah, I mean I had to clean it. I'm not just gonna let it there, stay there. <laughs> oh hi, Lay. Oh wow. <laughs> she really got up in there. She, she climbed over my lap and meowed into the phone. It's her moment. Oh my gosh. So almost a ghost story, not quite a ghost story. Not quite, but, but I thought is, it was spooky. Yeah, it is spooky. And this is- the I thought it was of, potentially. Yeah, some of the ghost story. Like when you experience paranormal, I feel like we both 
kind of have a habit of trying to debunk it first before we before we are yeah uh, ew so I just put a huge spider in the chat <laughs> no 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 not yes. looking thank you for the warning um also I spend like most of my day in solitary writing by myself so who else am I going to tell my non-eventful things that happen during my day too all of you of course um all of us okay so last week we bill Corinne's dad accidentally requested to speak on green room and we tried to bring him up and then he was like i didn't mean to do this so he has he has asked for redemption and he has a short ghost story Mm -hmm. to start off this power hour with so I'm going to bring Bill up. And then <laughs> after that, I'm going to bring up Caitlin D. All right, Bill. It's your moment, Dad. Welcome. Thank you. Can you hear me? Yes. <laughs> uh, hello, Corinne. Hello, Sabrina. Hello, hello. fellow hello. campers. <laughs> oh, oh, Dad, that's new. Ooh. Wow. Fellow okay. campers, that's new? Yeah, Ooh. you're starting a trend, I think. <laughs> fellow campers i like it. well i you know i i didn't ask to redeem myself corinne is making me redeem myself well i didn't <laughs> feel bad i was like thank you for clarifying I was like, did you, dad did you read the chat everyone was saying it's such a letdown that you didn't actually, i was really guilty uh, into it and he was like ah oh, do i well i realized when i requested today that you know i i thought i fat fingered it when i was going to uh get into the chat but you have to click after that that you agree to be recorded and that never came oh. up last week. So uh, not sure how oh, it happened. Interesting, but interesting. Here I am. Okay, well, hashtag justice for Bill. <laughs> here I am dad. redeeming myself. And I'm going to tell a quick <laughs> story uh, that goes way back to 1987 before some of you were born. Wow. But uh, it, it happened to be the, you know, the house that we're... Back in my day. <laughs> back in my day. <laughs> so, you, you know, Corinne, you, you spoke, uh, you know, about... Uh, at the beginning, you spoke about being a doubter, and I was a doubter uh, years ago, and I always had, had to try to find an explanation for something. But when your mom and I moved into our first house... We actually, uh, it was a raised ranch and we moved into the house and all the boxes were down below in the basement and the doors were all shut and we were unloading boxes and unpacking and we could hear whistling. And day two came around, we heard whistling again and I know your mom doesn't whistle, but I do now and then. And she (laughs) said, well, you whistling down in the basement. And I said, I wasn't even in the basement. So I... that whistling continued the entire time we lived. And it's the basement. We, we lived there. Which is and it, the worst place. Yeah, it, 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 you know, it, it occurred other places after that, but um wasn't only the basement. But, you know, we soon learned that, you know, the ghost that occupied that place uh, was a prankster. So some of the things that happened, I'm going to tell you a few things that happened there. Uh, in the middle of the night, the toilet would flush. There was nothing wrong with the toilet. It would just flush now and then. There was It wasn't running water in it at all times. And it was sporadic. It didn't happen during the day. It only happened at night, in the middle of the night. And it would happen, I don't know, maybe once a month or so. And um, so that was one thing that, that occurred. And another thing that occurred, when I got home at night, it would be, you know, dark out and... Uh, we had the front porch had a porch light 
And I'd walk in and uh, go to sit down for a few minutes. And every time I would start to sit down, I'd flip the uh, porch light off on my way in. Every time I would start to sit down, the light would come back on. And, uh, you know, this happened a couple times. And, you know, one night (laughs) the light flipped back on. I got back up, turned the light off. As soon as I sat down again, the light came back on. And it happened three times in a row. And I said out loud, come on, give me a break. I've had a long day at work and I need to rest. (laughs) And I got up and flipped it off and it stayed off. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to, and and I promised Corinne I would keep this short. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I told you three minutes just to give him an extra two minutes. So the, the, the nail that in the coffin that that made me a true believer is I got home from work one night and um, Deb was in California visiting her sister and I walked into the bedroom and I was taking off my tie and all of a sudden this man appeared in front of me and had his arms on my shoulders and <gasps> oh. he started he started to laugh. <laughs> And I and what? I looked him straight in the eye and said, "What do you want?" And he laughed even louder. And I said, "What do you want from me?" And he laughed and just <laughs> disappeared. And uh, I immediately got on the phone with Deb in California, and uh, she said, "Well, what are you going to do? Are you going to leave? Are you going to go to my parents' house? Where, where are you going to go?" And I said, "I'm tired. I'm going to bed." And uh, that was not the end of him. He continued to do. Uh, pranks on us the entire time we lived there, but uh, seeing him in person made me a true believer. So uh, that's my story. I'm, I don't know who to yell at right now. Corinne and Bill, you guys have been holding out on me. Corinne <laughs> says I hold out all the time, but uh, you know something has to come up for me to to think of it and tell her the story. <laughs> wow, this is. I mean. What a wild experience. And the fact that it went on for so long and continued to happen. The him with his hands on your shoulder, I cannot get over. That is the I most know. like Yeah, I could feel pressure on my kind of pressure oh on my, my shoulders. God. And uh yeah, he was um he was wearing a suit. I remember that. He was an old guy wearing a suit and he was wearing a hat. Wow. Oh. Wearing a hat. Interesting. And was this a new house? Because I know the house that Corinne grew up in, you guys built. Uh, the house was built in the 60s, that, that house. It wasn't a new house. It was built built in the 60s. Hmm. It was our, our first house. You guys renovated it a bit, didn't you? We what? We all renovated it? Yes, we did. Yeah. yeah, it was built on old farmland. So I, I don't know who the gentleman was. It had been in three generations of family, I believe. Uh, prior to it's that, G- Guilford, New Hampshire. In right? Guilford, yes. Guilford, New Hampshire. So, if anyone's from there, around there, maybe you can go wow. find the house. <laughs> uh, people want to know, Bill, was the laugh creepy or what kind of laugh was it? What was the vibe of the laugh? It was a little creepy. Yeah, I would say it was creepy. Was it? So was it was. Like, it wasn't was sinister, there, like, but it was intent? creepy. Oh. I. Uh, no, because, you know, he disappeared. He never showed himself after that, but uh, he would continue to wow. do 
prank type things in the whistling you know we'd hear off and on and obviously inside the house and we were the only two it's just creepy that he waited for deb to be out of town to show himself to you yeah and yeah i don't know why you know i was you know standing up when he appeared in front of me and that was it (laughs) yeah it's also weird that he it's just kind of weird that he stood in front of you and put his arms on your shoulders, right? Like he could have just stood in front of you and laughed. He didn't have to like slow dance with you. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, just slow dance. his arms were stretched out and he had, his, you know, I could feel the pressures, pressure of his hands on my shoulders. Oh God. And he never showed himself wow. to mom, did he? I don't believe so. She's, she never said anything about it, but. Huh. Well, that's the house I was maybe, born maybe in. Maybe she's so. holding back, too. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she is. Oh, my God. Well, thank you wow. for your story, Dad. Yeah, thank you for finally telling this to us. <laughs> okay. And, and I promise I'll, I'll watch where I put my thumb from now on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait until Corinne tells me you want to come back before inviting you back up. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Have a good Dad. night. <laughs> Bye. Wow. I'm, I have, I had tears in my eyes as he was telling that story. Wasn't that creepy? It's I'm, also not the first ghost to appear and laugh at him. So I'm not really sure. Because <laughs> in our, in our Vermont house, one time he was in bed and something appeared hovering right above him and was like, started to cackle. So I don't know what, what, maybe it was the same spirit. I don't know. But something's, something's after Bill. Lydia said, we finally got justice for Bill. Thank you, Bill. Kathy said, thank you, guys, Dad. Wow. Uh, Okay, well, let's just keep the ball rolling. I'm going to bring Caitlin up, and then after that is Claudia. Here we go. Hello. Hi, Caitlin. Hi. Welcome. (laughs) So I didn't know about this story until like a couple months ago. So my dad grew up in Mexico and his dad, my grandpa, he built his home. And one night, I guess after my grandmother passed away, my parent, my dad said that they would always hear stuff from the first floor. And he said that one time they were in the living room and they just saw a black like shadow pass and they just felt super cold oh yeah and then I was like and they're like oh I think that was your your mom being here I was like that from what I've heard that does not seem very good for them to be feeling really cold yeah yeah I guess it's I guess I think the paranormal in general has a cold feel to them all I think it's more about like gut feeling like did you did anyone experience like fear or was it just unsettling I think it was unsettling. Oh, wait, remind me, whose house was this? It's my grandfather's. Huh. I wonder if they'd ever experienced anything before that or if that was the first time. I don't know because then my dad was telling my aunt I was in the room and he was saying that at night they would always hear pots and pans and sometimes the chairs will be moved from where they were placed. And I always... I hated that house because they had like a stairway and they had a shelf on the bottom step. And I remember having nightmares of seeing Uh a black shadow sitting there. So I'd run up the stairs always. Oh. And 
Yeah. Oh, you know what this is making me concerned about? It's I feel like sometimes, especially when we have loved ones that pass, there's this desire and and this like need to have connection with them in spirit form. And so I feel like sometimes my fear is that something might happen and it might be something negative, sort of like what you're saying, Caitlin, like you got bad vibes. You saw this dark shadow. You had these like nightmares of this, of this dark shadow at the bottom of the stairs, but, but perhaps your grandpa wanted it so bad to be who we wanted it to be, that it was almost like allowing this entity a little more freedom and space within the home. Oh, interesting. I don't know. It's, it's kind of like the, the classic thing where we talk about like little <laughs> kids, like little kids spirits might, might be a little kid spirit, but it also might be a demon. Or like a poltergeist. I keep thinking when you, Caitlin, when you mentioned the chair moving or the chairs being moved around, I kept picturing the scene in the poltergeist where like it's one of the first poltergeist activity moments that they experience in the movie and the chair keeps sliding and there's no slant on the floor. It just like keeps moving across the room or like those videos on TikTok where like someone's coming down the stairs and they like look towards the kitchen and the chairs are totally fine. And they turn away and then turn back and they're like stacked on top of each other. Have you seen that? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, that must've been very scary to experience and and a bit confusing. Did any, when did those sort of visions, those nightmares stop? Did it stop whenever you like weren't in the house or did you have them about the house even when you weren't in the house? So I only went to Mexico like when I was young. And I think since I never went back, the nightmares never came back. And it only happened whenever I was staying at my grandfather's home. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's definitely. Well, probably for the best then that you haven't been back. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Well, yeah. Yeah. You can avoid it. (laughs) You just don't have to go back to the house. (laughs) Make everyone come to you. (laughs) That's a better solution. Wow. Caitlin, thank you so much for sharing this with us. And uh, we are glad that the nightmares have not continued. Thank Thank you. you Thank you. Thanks. This is already kind of like a scary episode. We've got like laughing. I know. Slow dancing ghosts and some like shadow person hanging out on the bottom of the stairs. Okay. I'm going to bring up Claudia. And then after that, I'm going to bring up Laura. Hello, Claudia. Hello. My dad did oh. tell me that it's hard to unmute yourself when you're here. Oh, here you go. Okay. Claudia. Can, can oh. y'all hear me? Yes, we can. Yes. Okay, great. All right. Uh, well, first of all, uh, thank you. I'm a bit nervous. <laughs> oh. No, don't be. You're going to be great. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I have a, a couple of stories. Well, two stories. Um, the first is a little longer. The second one's really short. I don't know if I can share them both. Okay, Go great. For it. Okay, so the first one happened back in like the maybe like around 2004, something like that. Uh, my mom was a real estate agent and she had this friend who wanted to list her house and she knew her for a few years and she always thought she was kind of weird. She would always say, like, oh, yeah, Alma, she's kind of, she's a little woo woo, you know? <laughs> so. Yeah, so um, she's like, people probably say that about all of us. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> but me too. So um, she was like, oh, yeah, well, she, yeah, she wants to list her house. And, you know, she met up with her and she would tell her, well, um, you know, house, I just, I just feel things. I just see things. You know, people like us, we know. And my mom would just kind of nod and like, yeah, but she didn't know what she was talking about, you know? So anyway, my mom lists 
the house and she was at the house um, doing an open house and people came and went, they filtered through and, you know, she, you had, they have to, you know, you usually have to sign into this sheet and leave your information if you're interested. So it was the end of the day. She's closing up and she goes through the house, closes everything, turns off all the lights. And then she closes the curtains because the living room and kitchen area had curtains, cloth curtains. So she closes everything and she takes off in a hurry because she was supposed to be at a meeting. And she gets down the street at the stop sign and she remembers, oh, shit, um, the sign in sheet. You know, I forgot. It. I need that information. So she drives right back up. It was not even like five minutes. So she says she gets up to the door and the door is open and she had locked it and put the key in the lockbox. So the door is not locked. And she was like, oh, that's weird. But she what? thought, well, maybe somebody came home, you know, in, in the while that I was gone, you know, trying to be rational. She said, well, maybe somebody came home. She walks in the house and she said that the curtains looked like they were violently pushed open like open because she closed everything carefully you know you know like a cloth curtain when you pull it hard oh. and it scrunches all up on one side yeah well she said that's how all the curtains were open that way not just one all of all them all of them so she was like okay i guess they didn't want the curtains closed or whatever so she walked around the house and she was like hi is anybody here hello sorry i just came back you know trying to no answer she went and to every room, no answer. And she opened the back, the door to the backyard. Nobody. And then she says when she turned back into the house and she saw nobody was there, every hair on her body stood up and she was like, uh, uh, I need to get out of here. I mean, so good for her. I mean, I'm impressed with how brave she was to scan the yeah, entire me too, because, house. Yeah, I'm impressed also because this is a woman who wouldn't watch scary movies with us when we were kids. So... <laughs> So, yeah, I was like, wow, mom, you're pretty brave. So anyway, the house ends up selling to another woman that she kind of, she was like an acquaintance. Why and would she do that, that to her acquaintance? Well, <laughs> I, she didn't know. <laughs> she, didn't she didn't really know. know. <laughs> yeah. She didn't really know. You know, she didn't know anything. She always thought that the seller, the Alma lady was weird. She just didn't believe, you know, she didn't think yeah. anything. And she didn't see anything, to be fair. So then she sells it to this other woman and then she came by for something a few, like a, not even, I think like a year or a little bit under a year later. And she was like, oh, hey, um, did the previous owner ever say anything to you? And my mom was like, uh, about what? And she was like, oh, because I see a little girl. And my mom was like, a what do you mean girl. you see a little girl? She's like, yeah, there's a little girl that I see in, you know, my family, we all see her and she's, you know, she scares the kids. And I mean, oh, not God. on purpose, I guess. I don't know if oh. she scared them on purpose or it's just scary because it's a Ugh. ghost, you know? Yeah. So my mom was like, okay, so that's what I felt. <laughs> okay. But like kind of what we talk about a lot, was it actually a little girl or was it something yeah, darker? It could uh, yeah, you guys are, well, you know, people tend to say that when it's ghosts, a uh, little kid ghost, it's yeah. probably a demon. <laughs> yeah, that's Corinne's favorite interpretation of a little yeah. kid. <laughs> but I have yeah. another thought too. Like, I've never really thought about it this way, but what if, you know how we say like when you 
pass over how a lot of spirits show themselves at different ages. Like you might lose a grandmother and then see her when she was 30, you know, in spirit form. What if someone attempts to go back and basically it's like, I wish to appear younger and is, has the mind yeah. of like, you know, whenever they pass, maybe they're 60 years old, but they're stuck in like a six-year-old's body. And so that's why they're like, Ugh, leave my curtains open. It's supposed to be this way. Like it's not the traditional. <laughs> the crotchety old lady. <laughs> yeah. But like stuck in like the youngest version of themselves. Yeah. Accidentally. Yes. But like for all, I mean, it's just scary. Like the power of a ghost to be able to open every single curtain. So yeah. like, which it's not easy. I think, well, I don't know. I'm not a ghost, but I can't imagine it's easy for ghosts to manipulate objects and for something to be able to open, open every single one in a matter of five minutes. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it feels like a lot of energy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy. You think for them to manifest that amount of it, it had to be an old ghost because I feel like a new ghost wouldn't know how to do all those things. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah someone with experience. Knows. Opening those who knows what that was. Years. <laughs> oh my so gosh! I'll just go into my second story. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this one's really quick. This is uh, my husband told me this story when we started dating. Uh, he said he has an older brother who is he loves to prank him, and he just loves. To, he's just annoying sometimes. But um, so he was trying to fall asleep in his bed and he wasn't wearing a shirt. He was like on his stomach and he had his arms like under his pillow supporting his head. And he said he felt like somebody's presence, but he hadn't heard the door open. His door was closed and his lights were off. And then that he thought, it's probably my brother. You know, he's trying to scare me. And then he's like, he just, I just decided to ignore him and I closed my eyes and I was trying to go to sleep. And then I felt like somebody was running their nails across my back <gasps> all the way up from my neck, all the way down to my waistband. Oh. He's like, yeah, he said he felt like he, you know, he broke up in chills. Like he was like, oh God, like somebody just scraped my back. So oh my he decided to, he's, he said in his mind, you know what? I don't care if it's my brother. I'm going to push myself up really quick and just throw a punch. You know, if I punch him, <laughs> that's what he gets. Yes. If I punch him, that's what he gets for trying to scare me. <laughs> so he, he, all of this is happening, you know, in, in seconds in his mind. So he pushes himself up and he throws a punch and it's just into thin air. He oh. shoots up and turns on the light and there's nobody in the room. It's pitch. It's <sighs> like, it was pitch black. He couldn't see. And when he turned it on, there was nobody. The door was closed. Oh Nothing. And he's like... I slept with the light on that night because that was crazy. He would have heard him Ugh. run out or, you know, he would have heard noise if, if somebody yes. had been in there. And how, he said, how he slept in that room that night, I do not exactly. know. Exactly. I told I him I would have left. I would have slept in the living room. I would not have stayed in that room. But he did. Wow. He left the light on the rest of the night. I was like, wow, that's. That's pretty intense. Oh <laughs> I just my pulled gosh. the covers onto my toes because I, like, oh, I don't want my feet to be exposed. This is a really scary story. Wow, Claudia, these <laughs> stories are so creepy. <laughs> oh, thank and also you. Just the, the thought that like <laughs> he punched the air thinking it was his brother. It was his brother because he was convinced and that's why he wasn't scared at first because he thought it was his brother trying to play a prank on him. So he was like, well, I don't care. I'm sorry if you get punched, but that's what you get, you know? 
it almost scares me more though that he that he did that and that this spirit that was like totally okay with scratching his back and is probably demonic was like watching him fight back and is like oh are you he's probably like (laughs) he was probably laughing at him (laughs) yeah that's true wow (laughs) look at this guy punching the air this guy trying to punch me (laughs) (laughs) wow oh god that's funny but also so scary (laughs) yeah i don't want to have my back scratched in the night no thank you (laughs) no 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 especially the feeling of the nails Oh yeah, like I'm imagining like uncut, dirty, dark nails. Is there? I wonder like if someone took a swap of of a cut, like if there was going to be foreign bacteria in there. You know, like do you need to put neosporin on after a demon scratches you? I think it's <laughs> I only if it breaks the skin. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Oh my what gosh. odd things can they leave behind? I don't know. Yeah, that's so crazy. Wow. Oh, well, if anyone feels a little tickle on their back tonight, <laughs> just throw a punch. Yeah. <laughs> Fight or flight, baby. We're, We're all fighters tonight. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Claudia, thank you so much. Thank you. But thank you, guys. <laughs> wow. Um, I freaking love these evenings. Uh, me, too. My cheeks always hurt towards the end. I know. You're just smiling the whole time. Yeah. Even when I'm terrified, I'm still smiling because I'm just into people telling their experiences and how passionate everyone is. I'm going to buy like creepy (sighs) long fingernails. And one night while Nick is sleeping, I'm going to scratch his back and hide under the bed. You're going to get punched. (laughs) I'm going to do it from like below and just do it like creepily and hide under the bed. Oh, gross. And just see what he does. You should do, you should just like wet a cloth or like a, a some sort of like paper towel and just kind of go underneath the bed and stroke his hand or his like toe or something. Oh, it feels like, you know, the classic people, people can lick too. too. Yeah. True nightmare. I think if anyone did that to me, I would never talk to them ever again. It would be, that would be <laughs> the last straw. The only straw think, and the last one. Don't I think know. along with that, I'm going to start wearing a ribbon around my neck. Oh, every day. And then you're going to tie it off. Your head's going to fall. Yeah, but I will wear it till the day I die. I'll even shower with it. I'll commit. You should. I thought about you when I was washing my feet the other day in the shower. (laughs) Um, I'm so glad that you think of me when you wash your feet. (laughs) I do. Wait, Heather, Heather in the chat wrote, these are unbedtime stories. (laughs) (laughs) Gosh, I love it. I'm going to bring up Laura, and then after that, I'm going to bring up Heather with your cute little black cat as your image. I know. I love all the people saying that Leia's reacting to... Oh, she is chatty today. Yeah, meowing. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. I feel like my Tuesday manifestation came true. It's a powerful day after all. I've always wanted to talk on one of these, and I'm so excited to meet you. I feel like I'm fangirling. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're honored. Thank you. Thank you for <laughs> wasting your manifestation on us. <laughs> it's not a no, waste, Corinne. It's absolutely not a waste. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks. Um, 
but I wanted to, I asked to speak because I have a few stories, but I'll try to make them short, but I'll let you both choose. I have a sweet story or a scary story, so I don't know which one you want to hear. <laughs> well, you know what I want to hear. I know Sabrina's going to go scary. Let's just, let's just go scary. Let's just <laughs> Thank you. My manifestation worked. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, okay. I'll try to make this quick, but it has some details. Um, well, basically, long story short, I'm half Mexican, and um, I, I'm sure you've heard this before a lot. Like in the Mexican culture, there's a lot of like um, we have like a lot of superstitions and beliefs and things like that. Mm-hmm. And my mom's uh, best friend, he does like witchcraft, but it's like for like good witchcraft, like protection spells and cleansing and like all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And a few years ago, um, my mom started having, like, really weird stuff happening in her apartment when I first moved it back home with her. And, like, things like the light would go off and, like, my dog would just, like, stand, stare at the wall and, like, bark nonstop. Like, nothing, nothing was there. So it was, like, really strange. Anyways, so her friend comes to do, like, a cleansing of the house and, like, make everything better. And, like, usually one of the cleansing rituals is, like, you light a candle and if it burns clear you're fine but if it burns black like there's really bad energy in your home oh and I didn't know that it's pretty interesting yeah I didn't know that either yeah I'm trying to think my bathroom's haunted I feel like it always goes black (laughs) I know me too I always look at my candles I'm like "Mm, is there bad energy in here now I'm scared (laughs) but basically like the candle that he burned it was like a white candle for like cleansing and it turned completely black and he was saying that like someone was doing something to my mom like brujeria like witchcraft to her and he she didn't understand why but she recently just got out of a relationship so she was like oh maybe it's like a bitter ex I don't know oh geez (laughs) but long story short I'm staying with her during COVID and like these things are happening but we're still living in the house because it's below COVID and there's a lockdown and I wake I am sleeping one night my dog starts barking and I ha- I'm having like these really weird nightmares of somebody strangling me and I can't wake up. Oh, oh no. And it's like those, I don't know what it's called, but it's like you, you're like telling yourself to wake up, but you can't wake up. Sleep, like sleep paralysis? I, yeah, I guess like Oh, uh-oh. Sorry, you cut, out, you cut out <laughs> yeah. for a minute. It was very terrifying. Oh, I'm so Sorry. Okay, you said I don't know where I was. Right where you said um, you were in that in-between state where you're trying to wake up, but you can't. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. Okay, I know where I left off. So my mom, um, like, hears me screaming because I start screaming uh, in, like, real life, not in my dream. Mm-hmm. And she, like, runs in my room and, like, starts to wake me up. And when I wake up, I had, like, like, scratch marks on my neck. And the necklace that I was wearing was pulled, like, super tight. And I just, like, started crying hysterically. And, like, I'm t- 26, and, like, never have I ever slept in my mom's bed for being so scared. But, like, I, I was like, Mom, please, like, let me sleep in your room. Yeah. And I was, like, it was just, like, really scary because just the part you can't wake up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you, a- you actually had the scratch marks in your necklace was tight? Yeah. I had, like scratch marks on both sides of my neck like if someone was strangling me slash scratchy oh my gosh oh and the chills listening to this this is so horrifying yeah like I at first I was like it's just a dream but when my mom woke me up and then we went to the bathroom to check 
and I took off my shirt. It was just like somebody looked, it looked like somebody was straight, like was trying to strangle me. Oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah. I have pictures. I don't think you can share here, but it's also triggering. So I don't want to like do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm sorry you had to experience that. That's horrible. Yeah, how horrible. I'm so glad that your mom was home and that you were able to let out like an actual audible scream and she was able to come help. Yeah, I just need to because like, oh, I think my phone, my phone keeps locking. Okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of scary, but um, that's basically what happened. And then the next day, like my mom calls her best friend because he's like, she's like, you need to cleanse my house. Like, I don't know what's happening in my house. And the next day when he comes to like do this cleansing and like burn sage and things like that my dog doesn't stop barking again, like just at nothing. Trust and like, I, yeah, I don't like Bob. I, I told her about this podcast and I was like, trust your pets. Like Lola's <laughs> trying to tell us something here. And then the lights that day that he was doing the flickering, uh, the, the cleansing, the lights in the entire house were flickering. And um, like every time we would turn up on the sink, it would just be like boiling hot water. Like we couldn't touch it. It was the weirdest thing ever. But after that, we didn't have any more problems. Wow. This is horrifying. This is like the darkest entity I could possibly think of. Like the boiling water, the strangulation, like holy crap. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> oh my God. It's interesting. that So this happened in Mexico, right? Yeah, this happened like during COVID. Um, my mom thinks. Oh my gosh, so like, this is recent. Yeah, this happened like in the middle of the lockdown. Oh my gosh. As if you needed something else to be stressed about. Right. Yeah. And you can't like really leave your house. You're like in there by your, like, oh gosh, that's so scary. Yeah, that was the hard part because my mom wanted to move out, obviously. She was like, I'm done. Yeah, I don't blame her. But like we couldn't. So we had to, had to just keep like the good vibes and like cleansing and like bringing in like good things into our home. But um, we never knew like who could possibly like want to like hurt me. And then a few weeks later, my mom was telling me that like, I told you she had an ex um, right. hurt his wife. That's like bad, like witchcraft. And I, she remember, she remembered telling him like the only thing that could ever hurt me would be like someone hurting my daughters and she's like, I think that's why that happened to oh you, God. not me. Oh my gosh. How oh, that makes my blood terrible. That makes me so mad. Yeah, what yeah. the heck? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like it's I'm laughing because I'm nervous about it, but like right. it's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> so Well, I'm just glad you're so you're okay. Yeah. I mean, and is the space better now? Like was there some sort of quick resolve when you guys were doing all of the cleansing and creating positivity in the space not a lot like after that day that was like the biggest incident we had and then after that it would just be like really odd things that were like not that scary but we've now moved out and since then everybody that comes to our new house they're like we don't know what it was about your old house but it had like a dark feeling and like it felt heavy it felt really heavy in there so interesting so there was yeah I mean they did something to you, your family, the house. I'm glad it, I mean, I'm sad for whoever moves in there that that darkness is still there. I hope it's not, but I'm glad you yeah. guys are no longer there. Yeah, thank you. I'm, I hope it's not either, like, because it's like kind of scary to live some, like if it's your, I always feel yeah. like the common houses are the scariest because it's like your home, it's your safe space. 
So like you can't really escape it. You're yeah, kind of totally. stuck. Yeah. Oh my god. But um, that's my scary story for you. Wow, Laura, thank one, you so much. I have one question, one final question for you, Laura, and because people are making me think of this from the chat, talking about like sleeping in a necklace. After after that night, did you, do you still sleep in your necklace? No, and I don't wear that necklace anymore. I, I had to let, give oh, it away, no. that specific necklace. Yeah, oh, and I, no. I can't like wear neck like I have to take my jewelry off before I sleep because I don't blame like, it you. It just feel weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. It's okay. what? <laughs> Wow. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Off. I know. Me too. Oh gosh. Yeah, I'm you. so thank sorry. Up here. Of course. Thank you for sharing this. We wow. send only good vibes your way and positivity. And I this know. is a lesson thank to everyone. You. Do not hex anyone. This is so right. horrible. Yeah. You said yeah. scary story and you freaking meant it. So. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, Thank you so much. Yeah. You should email us your sweet story. We'll read that that at a different point. Wow, I'm like speechless. I don't have words yes. anymore. <laughs> don't worry. My sweet stories are really sweet. So I balance okay, that. Okay. I'll okay. email you for sure. Wow. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm going to cry. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I'm going to bring up Heather. And then if someone has a sweet story, we'll end with that. Okay. Yeah. We got to balance. Yeah. Balance it. I okay. feel like I didn't blink that entire time. Which I don't think I breathed. React- I, yeah. I like held my breath. We're going to take a deep breath. Hello, Heather. You are with us. Hi, Sabrina. Hi, Corinne. Hello. Oh Hello. How are you guys? Good. How are you? Who's Hi. your cute, friendly kitty on the photo? That, that is my Luna. She oh, Luna. likes to jump in the bathtub and just stare at me. <laughs> I'm going to the bathroom. So I'm just like, that's so that. cute. Such a sweet. Oh, um, I have to say, first of all, um, I just officially finished binge um, listening uh, four years in like under six months. And <gasps> oh, what? oh, my gosh. <laughs> So listening to us was like your full-time job, I think. <laughs> Actually, you've made my uh, my days so much better by listening. Because honestly, oh. I'll be working at work. And since no one else is in the office, I'm the only one in there. So it's kind of nice because oh, I'm just like, so oh, sweet. I get, I, I'm like, oh, you know, forget music. I like listening to um, yeah. girls. <laughs> Wait, oh, that's nice, so nice. Or, or is it scary? Because you said you're the only one in the office. Um, in the beginning, it was like a little weird, but um, I have some coworkers that come in on the regular, um, like one or two, but it's like kept to a minimum because my, uh, my bosses are kind of like germaphobes. So, oh yeah. Yeah. Well, a so. safer space for you to listen yeah, to. Yeah, definitely. Ghost stories. Oh yeah. How perfect. I just like it when I'm, I just like it when I'm in there by myself because then I could listen and don't have to worry about how loud it is so <laughs> yeah blast it through the company speakers in the <laughs> office I love it oh well Heather what's your ghost story I'm so excited to hear I actually have two um Ooh, and okay. I don't know I don't know if they're going to be like more than five minutes but um I'll actually with um what happened to me in 2016 so it was Halloween weekend um my husband and I were celebrating our um 
second year anniversary and I decided I'm like, okay, like I was doing research and I don't know if you guys have done um, Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania yet, but um, it's actually a pretty haunted town. And I figured I'm like, oh, I want the ultimate Halloween experience, you know, because they were doing ghost walks and things like that. And um, the Jim Thorpe is actually, uh, it has a couple of ghost stories of its own. I'll let you guys do the research. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But anyway, I'm Googling it. I'm Googling it right now. Are you? Oh my gosh. I'm writing this um, down. So anyway, what happened to me was um, we get there, like we go to check in and um, immediately upon like checking in and we're walking up because we we're on the third floor and we um, we were actually uh, booked in one of the haunted rooms and <gasps> I didn't request it. An accidental haunted room booking? <laughs> yeah. And it was room 311. And I had read previously that there were a bunch of like orbs or like... Um, some people saw shadows. Well, as we're walking up to the, um, up to our room, I get, I'm pretty sensitive to spirits all around. Um, and I just felt very heavy, heavy in my chest and just like, I'm like, okay, this is weird. So the first night that we actually stayed in the room, cause this was after a ghost walk. And ironically, my husband and I were the only one for the like eight o'clock ghost walk. I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Like VIP. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Um, which is actually, it's actually pretty cool. I highly recommend, um, going there around Halloween, but um, the first night we stayed there, um, it was, I don't know if (laughs) it's weird because we put the air on because it was actually pretty warm in the room. And I don't know why we woke up sweating like both nights that we stayed. (laughs) So I'm like, all right, the ghosts are probably messing with the air conditioner. But, um, I wake up the following morning. It's like, I'm still like kind of like somewhat asleep and I'm laying on my side and it's probably about seven ish in the morning. I feel something kneel between my <gasps> husband's feet and my feet. Like the, <gasps> I could feel the pressure on the bed go down. Like somebody's oh, kneeling, kneeling. And I feel a hand brush over my leg, like through the covers. Ew. My eyes <laughs> shot open. I'm like, I didn't dare look at it. I literally rolled the other way and I woke my husband up and I was freaking out. I literally had like an anxiety attack. I was like, Oh my God. Um, and I'm like, Oh, all right. Just, um, like I asked for it. I wanted the ultimate like spooky Halloween experience, but it's like, he's, he's a skeptic. He doesn't believe in ghosts. And I'm like, how did you not like, I was like, there was something in our room. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It was absolutely insane. And I've actually stayed there a couple of years after and I didn't experience anything, but maybe it's just because I wasn't staying around Halloween when the veil is very thin, but it was like, that's like the, probably one of the creepiest experiences I have ever had. But, um, the next story I'm going to tell you is actually, it pretty much tops it. Um, so Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you, Sabrina, I live in New Jersey. So oh. it's kind of nice. <laughs> and as a Jersey girl, Jersey, Jersey sister. Anytime you mention New Jersey, I'm just like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I'm sure you guys have heard of, well, Sabrina, you've probably heard of New Hope, Pennsylvania. It's a very touristy. Place. Oh, my mom lives right near there. Well, um, in New Hope, there is this place called the Creeper Gallery. And it is, you guys, they have an Instagram and they have a Facebook page. You guys have to check it out. I cannot go in there and I'll tell you why. So I 
went there actually it was the end of January of 2020. And my husband and I just went there to like spend the day in New Hope and just like walk around and check out a couple of the shops because we hadn't been there in a while. I, and I came across the Creeper Gallery. I'm like, oh, let's go in because the owner likes to buy antique things and like make like really weird art. Like, let me tell you, it's like, it's very odd. Um, but I'm looking this up right now. I can't believe I've never heard of this or even been. Well, here's here's the kicker. So <laughs> oh, no. I'm... <laughs> I walk, um, my husband goes to open the door and immediately I'm hit with this wave of energy and I almost get knocked down the front steps. So I go in and immediately my eyes are drawn towards this back room and you can't really see it from the front. It's a small, it's kind of a small store, but I'm like, all right. So we go and look around and um, I I finally make my way to the back room and I figured I'm like, since my intuition was kicking in, I know why it had all the haunted items in um, <sighs> glass cases oh. and they have like all little descriptions and things like that. And some of them, New Jersey paranormal team have investigated. Some were supposed to be like scheduled for investigations. Some were not for sale. Like you could buy the, the items. Oh my gosh. And, you know, as I'm, as I'm standing back there and I'm reading all the little information cards for the, the items, I feel like there's like a, like a ton of eyes, like watching me. I just feel like a lot of pressure and I start oh getting my gosh. and it's getting worse and it's getting worse and it's getting worse. And finally, um, I'm like, okay, I have to leave. I'm like, and I just got bad vibes. So I'm like, all right, maybe I just need fresh air. So I leave mm-hmm. with my husband and, you know, th- um, I felt better after getting outside and then, um, carry on, you know, and do whatever we did for the rest of the day. And then the following morning, I didn't feel like myself. So it was very weird. I almost felt like I was in a trance. Um, I like my body felt very heavy. I couldn't focus on anything. I felt very tired. Um, like I, it was even hard. Like I was at work and I couldn't like to walk across the room. I really had to struggle to hold my body up. But like, I just want to collapse to the, um, to collapse to the ground. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was, I'm just like, I didn't know what was going on. And then I thought, I'm like, maybe I'm under a psychic attack or something. Yeah. And I actually have a light worker friend, um, who I had a session with before. And, um, I asked her, I messaged her on Facebook and I said, can I do an emergency session with you? I'm like, I think I have something attached to me. Yeah. So later on the evening, um, she, we have our session and she said that I had uh, 10 spirits attached to me. 10, 10. Yes. And they were all male malevolent. Um, she got at least three of them to cross over to the light. And then, um, seven were still attached. So she called on, I'm trying to remember because it <laughs> it's kind of a blur at this point. She called on Archangel Raphael for uh, love and protection and some other little things in it. And she said that it would take a while, but eventually um, I felt like my old self, but it was like, it was one of the scariest experiences. I'm like, had I known that there were haunted items in there and that would happen, I would have not gone in there because she said that she's like, you have good, um, pure energy mm-hmm. and it's like a radio tower for spirits. I was like, Oh, well that's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. So I'm probably thinking had I not gotten help, I probably would have eventually gotten possessed at some well, point. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like they were really actively trying to. 
it's yeah, hard to, it, yeah, sort of already halfway there, right? Like they're they're draining your energy, and soon they were going to. Oh, it have... was terrible. I felt like I felt like it's not like I was getting sick, but it's like almost like you, like I felt like a like a phone battery on like they're draining you. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was oh my gosh, time. this is the thing about. Well, now I definitely want, don't want to go to the Creeper Museum, but I. It's <laughs> just the thing that I. It's safer that way. Yeah, <laughs> even the website creeps me out. It like gives me the heebie-jeebies. I actually um, messaged them too. And I'm sorry to interrupt you, Sabrina. No, no. I messaged them and I was like, I can't come back to your store because I took spirits home with me. So. Did they respond? <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't think that they, they truly responded or apologized or anything like that. Oh my so gosh. Like, oh, well, I'm like, it's definitely worth a look, but I'm like, yeah. No, not worth what happened to you. No. Okay, I'm no. looking at their Instagram right okay, now. Okay, well, this is the thing that I've always wondered, like with Robert the doll and Annabelle and like haunted objects like that, do these glass cases actually keep the spirits from like escaping? And I don't think they do. I wonder if it's also because she has a lot of, she buys a lot of antiques. So it could just be stuff from uh, the general like store, like um, around like her, her art creations. Like I'm wondering now, cause it's just hitting me now. I'm like, yeah, maybe it's just from all her art. Cause it's like, it could be certain things that she just could have like taken with. Right. And I imagine if there's so much, you know, negative energy, whether it's encased in glass or not, like, maybe other darker spirits flock there and kind of wait for people like you, sadly, to enter the store. Yeah, it's absolutely... Whoa, oh my gosh. Enter at your own risk, I guess. Yeah, seriously. They should have a warning on the outside. Maybe sign a waiver. (laughs) Yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, so many of those places have you do that, right? You know, like you do sign. Zach Bagans, I think you have to. Yeah, that's where Robert the dog oh. right? or the Dibbuck box is there. D- yeah, Dibbuck um, box. Yikes. I feel like glass cases are really only there to prevent people from touching the artifacts and angering the spirits even more. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of like what you were you were saying, Heather, where like you you are the the beacon regardless mm-hmm. of your intention oh to gosh. be or not. And so spirits are gonna see that and they're gonna be like, Oh, an easy person to follow home. Let's go. I mean, it's like I have ways of like protecting myself now. I'm like, had I known that, you know, a couple of years ago, it would have been extremely helpful. But I'm just like, you live and learn. And it's like, it's like trial and error. It's like, you're going to come across things. It's like, I know that there are some people where it's like, um, you know, when you open yourself to spirits and like you take part in that life, it's like, there's no going back. You can't close the door. So you have to find ways to, um, to protect yourself. Right. Oh my gosh. Okay, uh, just real quick. Uh, Susie in the chat just pointed out we have 222 listeners right now. And like, oh, shoot, we're at 223 now. I'm kicking myself. Oh, mine off, says so 222. Say oh. I screenshotted it, but whoa. Okay, amazing. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Okay, Heather. well, at least there's some positivity. Heather, you're bringing the, yeah. the good manifestations to us as well. Yeah. A beacon was, of positivity. This was, this was definitely part of my manifestation for today because it's like, I'm like, all right, that's going to be my first campfire story and I'm going to get chosen to speak on here. And it came true. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yes, finally. Yeah. Well, thank it. you so much for coming and sharing the story. I'm so sorry this happened to you. I'm glad that you were able to get rid of these 
attachments. And I hope that I hope nothing like that happens to you again. Oh, I I I hope so too. <laughs> because wow. I don't want to deal with that again. I know. Oh. oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Heather. Thank you. Thank you. I feel like so many times, Sabrina, you and I are like, oh, we'll add this to our our road trip list and this to our list. And I yeah, this specific hour, past hour, is adding a lot of things to my do not go to do list. Do not go to list. I know. My anti-road trip. Oh my gosh. Okay. I think we need a heartwarming story to end us with. I agree. Um, and I believe, okay, let's see. Yes. Haley, that's the one I was, she's up on our top of our list and you have another cute black cat in your photo. Everybody change your profile picture to black cat <laughs> so that Sabrina will choose you. <laughs> it's like I've said with our emails, like put an interesting subject line, even if it has nothing to do with what the email is, because it will catch my attention. <laughs> Hi, Haley. You guys, Hi, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yes. Hi. Oh, I'm so excited. I actually have not the black cat in the photo, but my other black cat. She's like laying on me right now. She's Aww. my good luck charm. What's her she name? Up here to speak. Um, so her name is Lily, but somehow her nickname turned to Bill. So we call oh, her Bill. My so gosh. I was laughing when Kern's dad was on. I'm like just thinking of my cat the whole time. Oh. <laughs> um, um. Yeah, so my story is about my grandpa. Um, so he had passed away um, back when I was in middle school, and I'm 27 now, so it was a while ago. Um, but he had Alzheimer's, and it was kind of just one of those things where, like, we we're happy he was at peace, but it was still, you know, sad because he passed away. And my parents lived pretty close to the house that he lived in, that my grandma still lives in. So when he died, my dad was like, oh, let's go over and help your grandma with some stuff around the house. Mm-hmm. So we went over there and I don't know where my grandma was at the time. I just know she wasn't home. So it was literally just my dad and I at the house. And I don't know, we're just doing whatever. And we were standing in the kitchen. We'd stopped to take a break from what we were doing. And from the point in the kitchen where we were standing, the back door and the door leading into the garage. You could see both of those doors and each of those doors had windows in them. So you could see out both ways. So we're standing there having a conversation and my dad brought up my grandpa. And the second my dad brought him up in the conversation, there was a knock on the back door and a second later, a knock on the door leading into the garage. And like I said, oh. you can see through both of the windows. So we looked and we're like, oh, my God, there's nobody there. And we both looked at each other kind of like, did you hear that? And we're both like, yeah, we heard that. And it was just so crazy because it was like, I don't remember feeling scared. I just remember, right. being like, oh, that was my grandpa. Like that was It's so like, cool. hi, I'm here. And yeah. one knock you could have ignored, but two, you can't. Yeah. And like the fact that it was like seconds apart, like there was obviously no way that anybody could have run around the house that quick and also yeah. it was broad daylight. So we saw that nobody was at either door. So it was definitely right. his spirit visiting and it was just really heartwarming and cool. And oh, yeah, that's like, the I love that I had. Yeah. Other than, um, Oh, I emailed you guys about the conjuring house and you read that. So that was like a good experience I had. And then the conjuring <laughs> house visit stuff was like scary. So I'm ha- I'm happy I had like a, a good one too. To yeah. 
Well, well this, this is, is also, oh, go ahead, Corinne. I was going to say, this is a great example of what we were saying before, where it's about the way that you feel in the interaction, mm-hmm. because had this not been, you said it was your grandfather, right? Yeah. Had this not been him, maybe you would have felt completely different by seeing or, or hearing those knocks and not seeing anyone on the other side. Like this could have been a terrifying experience. Oh my God. Yeah. Energy- I, I would have ran home. I would have been like, bye dad. I'm leaving. <laughs> but just the fact that we were talking about him, I'm like, okay. It's the it context. Him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And the feeling, the context and the feeling, I feel like makes such a difference when it comes to the paranormal, because like you truly do have to trust your intuition and your gut when it comes to the paranormal, because you can't always see anything in front of you when you're dealing oh, for with sure. It. Yeah. Wow. This oh, is so nice. You wrap this up so nice. Now I'm feeling much better. My feet have <laughs> oh, come God, out I'm of the glad. <laughs> it's a deep breath after all of the horror. Yeah. I, oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited. I got thank this. you. Thank you. Thank Hugs you so to much. Bill. Oh yes, of course. Thank <laughs> you. Bye. Bye. Uh, for a minute, I was thinking of Rugrats, but it's Phil and Lil that are on. on oh Rugrats. yes, yes, yes. Phil and Lil, but now Bill too. Phil, wow. Lil, and Bill. Phil, Lil, and Bill. Here we go. Oh my okay. gosh. Well, I mean, a lot of spookiness, but I love that we ended on a positive note for our Tuesday. Our Tuesday. So everyone, go manifest what you want this year yes. to look like, what you want your life to look like. I hear from the internet that we have until the end of the month for this powerful manifestation oh, period what? before it's over. Yeah, so you don't even have to do it just today. You can start okay. thinking about it starting. Uh, but you have until the end of of the, the second month. of 22. Okay, so, well, I like it. I like it are. a lot. Wow. And we can talk about what we're going to manifest next week. Yeah. Um, is it going to be March next week? Oh, my gosh, it is. It's going to be March. We're uh, going to have to wake up and it? say rabbit, rabbit. Um, Again. Well, let me tell you. Yeah, it March is. 1st. It's Whoa. First. Yikes. So everybody better bring their best selves then. <laughs> brewing positivity only. Yeah, but you can bring scary stories. Yeah, that's true. Or else yeah. Sabrina will throw a fit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a temper tantrum. <laughs> that wow. would actually be so sweet if you did that and all the cabinets and, and windows and everything opened. And then you're like, oh, you're I would like, love that. That's I how you discover that. your power. Oh, give me the powers. I'm going to manifest that when we get off of here. You should. I will manifest it for you too. Okay. Thank you. Into it. All right. Well, you guys, what another fun Tuesday night with you all. We're so grateful that we get to continue doing this with you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for the unbedtime stories as Heather <laughs> called it. Um, we'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Spooky, more spooky stories. More spooky stories. I almost said I love you. <laughs> we always do. Love you. Oh, well, we do. We do love you guys. Um, and we will see you on the other side. Thanks again for listening. Here's a reminder that you can catch Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Green Room. Join the conversation by downloading the Spotify Greenroom app and signing up for free. You can even use your Spotify info to log in. Every Tuesday, we're chatting with you about all of the ghostly encounters and haunted happenings that leave us shivering at night. Hence the campfire. 
Download Spotify Green Room for free today and join us for Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. We will see you there.